0: This is episode 95 of the Rise Up Podcast. We're a morning radio show hosted by Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life, a network of stations across New York and Pennsylvania. Our podcast is a weekly conversation that will help you think and grow in your faith. If you haven't already, subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode. And find out more about our show at familylife.org. If you're looking for fun, hope, and encouragement, you've come to the right place. This is Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life.
1: They can be scary, they can be funny, or maybe just weird. What do your dreams really mean? And speaking of scary, funny, or just weird, uh, there's no Tim on this episode of the Rise Up podcast. Our, fr-
2: our very first guest. Our very this first is guest on first the Rise first Up podcast guest
1: co-host. It's our boss. Yeah. Our director of radio here at Family Life, Dave Margolotti. Am I in a dream? I feel like this could be a dream. Hey,
0: that's what I was thinking. Or for (laughs) you, it might be more of a nightmare. I don't know. Can we change the topic to who's your favorite boss ever? Yeah, so be a short podcast. So,
2: Dave, you have something to contribute with the uh, maybe, I don't know, dreams. What do you have to say?
0: I I don't know. I feel like I am the king of just strange dreams. Like, I'll give you... I, I could do an hour on this topic, but mm-hmm. I'll give you two very specific examples that happened in recent years. And both involved the famous and beloved actor, Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> I, I, and I, what? you know, I like Jimmy Stewart as much as the next guy. But I never met the man. Uh-huh. You're not but like I,
1: obsessed with him right? anything. No,
0: I mean I love. It's a Wonderful Life. My favorite Christmas movie. You know. But but so there I am in this dream. I'm sitting in one of those big old cars, like the 1950s cars, with the long bench seat and the really big steering wheel. Mm-hmm. And it's it's uh, a sunny day, and I'm in the middle seat, and on my left is Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> He's probably in his 50s at this point and he's and he's driving and we're talking and I'm asking him all about his film career his movie career right And which director did he like the most? What was his favorite movie? What was it like to work with Alfred Hitchcock? And he's answering me and he's looking at me. We're having this wonderful conversation. And I can see the palm trees lining either side of the street. I mean, this was incredibly vivid detail, Mm -hmm. brilliant colors. And then I look to my right and it's, you know, those old cars had big seats. You could fit three people in the front seat. And I look to my right and who's sitting next to me? Carol Burnett. I have no idea. And no idea what was going on in my brain, but it was the most. I woke up the, the next so morning and remembered it in such vivid detail. A couple of years later, fast forward, I had a dream that we're here at Family Life. And again, Jimmy Stewart had come in to record. You know, he's like, Bob, Jimmy Stewart, and, and you're listening to Family Life, a, a, a friend you can turn to. And 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 I said to Jimmy, this is me saying to Jimmy Stewart, multi Time Oscar winner, right. Jimmy Stewart. Uh, Jimmy, you need to do that again. And he got really mad at me. He goes, fine, <laughs> just, just use it the way it is. And he got really mad yeah, at me. Wow, in your wow. dream. Two Jimmy something Stewart in dreams. Common.
1: Wow. We have something in common. I've actually been dreading this episode for a while because I've been thinking maybe I'll have something interesting happening in my dream. But most of the dreams that I recall are dreams where I have done something wrong, like somebody's upset at me. (laughs) And so I wake up feeling terrible, but I think deep-seated is this, like, I have a paranoia that I'm going to upset people. It's like this people-pleasing And it just keeps showing up in my dream. And so, I mean, if we want to, like, psychologically analyze it, that's probably where... But so when you said that Jimmy Sear is, like, upsetting... That would totally (laughs) happen in my dream. Like, everybody's (laughs) mad at me in my dream. And sometimes I wake up and I'm, like, actually... You know, like, Steve and Tim have been terrible to me in my dreams. And I've come to work and (laughs) been very upset with them. And then I realized that that was my subconscious and not actually them. So, I don't know. There's, like, a a deep-seated, like fear of relationships failing that I think I carry into my dream life. I probably need some help with that.
2: You bring up an interesting point because I think it's probably happened to all of us where we have a a bad feeling towards someone in the dream and we wake up and we still have that same feeling and we carry that with us. But how many times in real life do we have a bad feeling about someone and we really don't know all the facts? We probably Mm -hmm. have made up something about them because we don't know right. the whole story and, and that kind of thing. That's what reminds me of that. I can also, though, Dave, uh, yeah. interpret. Um, I don't know if you know that I'm a dream interpreter. <laughs> no, I
0: did not. No, among um, your many talents.
1: Yeah. Well. Well, I mean, a lot of it just points to you know the big issues that you have in life. So. Well, I don't, my, maybe you're craving I, fame and fortune, Dave.
2: I can. Well, I, my interpretation is with well, those two things about Jimmy Stewart. That means you're probably the best boss ever. That's my interpretation. Oh, wow, there you go. Does that work for this? Is that is that smoothing things out I, at all? This is like a <laughs> nightmare. See, right. what about it you? Is.
1: What kind of dreams do you have?
2: Well, I was wondering when we were going to do this episode, and I didn't know if you were meaning exactly toward me in Acts 2.17. It says, In last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. And your old men will dream dreams. I didn't know no. that was meant directly toward me. <laughs> wow! Not the old man. Explains a lot. Yeah, explains I guess. Stuff.
1: What kind of dreams you dream in there, old man? I don't
2: know. There's two two things that dreams remind me of. Uh One is that dream where you have an awful feeling in your dream, and you wake up, and it's like, whoo, and you're thankful for yeah. the life that you have mm, because that right. terrible, awful thing is not really happening in your right. real life yeah you may mm-hmm. wake up feeling a little strange and and odd but then you're like oh thank you lord for me not having that situation the other thing that dreams have done for me and i've found this over the years that um i'll dream about someone i haven't thought about in a long time mm. not quite jimmy stewart it's like but a prompting <laughs> of the lord exactly and <laughs> yeah. i've done that and the more i act on that prompting it's like they'll bring someone to my mind and i'll Get in touch with that person that I haven't been in contact with for ten or fifteen years, and it's like I know this doesn't make sense, but you were in my dream last night, and that's how I don't really nice. start the conversation that way. But uh, you know, I mentioned that, and and it's it is a prompting of the Lord. It's like yeah. uh, you know I can't interpret dreams obviously, but it's like mm-hmm. yeah, and, and that's never a bad thing when you contact someone when God puts someone on your heart, whether it's just walking down the street or. In a dream so those are the two things one I'm thankful and then two he's prompted me to contact people
1: well now that I know that you have this dream interpretation gift, Mm -hmm. there Joseph um, I'm wondering if you can interpret this I had a recurring dream when I was a child and well into I mean I think I probably still had this dream in my 20s where I was being chased by the count from Sesame Street (laughs) And he would chase me. You laugh, but this is terrifying. I'm going to get
0: you in one. Exactly
1: <laughs> right. And he would chase me, and I would come to the edge of this cliff, and then I would wake up. Oh. And I've always people have always said if you die in your dream, like you mm, die in real yeah. life. So then I became mm-hmm. paranoid that I was actually going to like jump off this cliff in my dream. And so for a long time, I wrestled with what that meant. Like, do I, you know, have a fear of the color purple? Do I have a fear of vampires? And then I, I, the third option, which I think might be the real one, is that I just really, am not good at math.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you Maybe go. Maybe that's that it. Up. I don't know. Yeah. Do you have any
1: other insight there? Steve? No,
2: I just feel that it's been great on this uh, very special uh, Rise Up podcast that we've had. You thought it was only three people, but. We've had, you know, Steve, Therese, uh, Dave Margolotti, our, hey. our, our, our director of radio operations. We've also had Jimmy Stewart make a guest appearance.
0: It's <laughs> oh, so been my pleasure to be here.
2: And Carol the, Burnett's Carol. Well, yeah, she, well, she didn't talk. No, she didn't I, talk. She just. I don't did, do a Carol Burnett impression. And then the count. The count was here also. <laughs> uh, if you, you do that. And my only interpretation of this whole thing is, right. is like I feel, and I'm not sure if this is getting to be too much. Uh, I feel that uh, we have the best boss ever. Is that a good interpretation? <laughs> Is that, am I, am is, I laying it on to the, the theme? Tim
1: coming back.
2: Yeah.
0: Is just a I was just I wondering that myself.
1: Reminding you that God is in charge today and every day. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and. Uh, Wait, where is he? And, like, and Tim. Can you, what's have that you, very beautiful sound that you had a the, few
2: minutes ago? You, you heard a sound that is so pleasant. <laughs> it's so, Mm-hmm. I don't think
1: that the baby is making those sounds quite yet, but congratulations. You might have noticed that Tim mm-hmm. has been missing for the show for a little bit. Mm-hmm. He and his wife are celebrating the birth of their second baby girl. Congratulations. uh, Born healthy and Mm -hmm. beautiful. And we are just praising God. And boy, he is a beaming papa. There is Mm -hmm. no other way to describe it. If you go to the rise up morning show Facebook page, you can actually see a picture (laughs) of Tim holding that little bundle of joy. And it's, it's just something like she, she's so little and his hands are so big, you know, and what a picture of how the father Holds us, You know, just got us in his hands. And Mm so uh, a sweet, sweet moment. If you'd like to check that out again, go online and search for Family Life Rise Up.
0: We weren't sure how you liked your coffee, so we didn't make any. Hope that's okay. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life.
2: Rise Up on Family Life with a new game show which deals with how we are like baby blue whales. The name of the show is... How we are like baby blue whales? What do you think of that clever title, huh? I what do you like of this, game? Is,
1: this is going to not be good. I don't. Nobody likes to be compared to a whale. At least it's a baby, but still, they're like a million trillion pounds. Well,
2: that's kind of it. <laughs> Welcome to the new game show. How we are like, like baby, baby blue, blue whales, whales. especially <laughs> this time of year. Oh! no. (laughs) Do you feel like a baby blue whale during Thanksgiving meal? Because, (laughs) because baby blue whales drink between 50 and 150 gallons of milk a day. Not that that's you, but here's the part where we are like baby blue whales. Okay. Baby blue whales gain eight pounds an hour. (laughs) It makes
1: stretchy pants for baby blue whales. (laughs)
0: Thanks for making us part of your morning routine. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life.
2: All this thanks and the great thanks ideas. Therese, you mentioned this the other day. It's like the more you do it, not only help you, it's kind of mm. catching. It goes yeah. around to everybody. And yeah. uh, Trudy, Approval New Testament Church, you have an idea too where your church does? I
3: wanted to uh, tell you what our church does for Thanksgiving. Sure. Either the weekend before or the weekend after, we always have a Thanksgiving night of soup and pies. And at that time, we pass out um, thank you notes. It shouldn't be on scrap of paper or note card, whatever. And they're put into a little paper bag with our family names on it and given out at that night. And then we do the same thing with Christmas cards for a sandwich and cookies day after or before Christmas. And in between, we have these little silver boxes that if someone has... Um, Wants to encourage somebody else or thank somebody else, whatever, that are handed out, you know, with a Hershey kiss in it, uh, like on a Sunday morning or something. I just wanted to pass that on, This what, how our church loves on one another and and thanks one another.
2: Just curiosity, do you prefer soup and pie or sandwich and cookie?
3: Soup and pie.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I love them both. We have some really good cooks
2: in right. church. <laughs> right, right. No, I'm sorry, I got us off track, didn't I? A little bit. It's not about the the food. Uh, yeah, you a, may have there was like the,
1: the points, yeah. and then you
2: just drove then right, just passed passed it. It. Although just right I, past. Although I suppose it. you could thank people for the soup and the pie, though. There you go. Thank you. It <laughs>
0: tasted yummy. Anyone else wish morning started just a little later? Yeah, we get that. It's Rise Up with Steve, Teresa, and Tim on Family Life
1: such a good girl. Do you want to go outside? I feel like when I say things like that to my dogs, they really understand. They probably just hear wah, 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 wah outside. Hmm. I mean, that,
2: that's oh, probably... a that word, key word.
1: <laughs> just the one word. Like, I think they just know, and because we train them for those words, you know, mm-hmm. sit and down and stay and wait and all those things. So, I don't know, if you, if you could just, there's so many things I would love to say to my dogs.
2: So, you have five seconds, five seconds. What would you say to your dog if you knew they totally understood Mm -hmm. Every single word.
1: I'm Dawn from Warren Center. she could answer, I would ask her, what is she thinking? Ah, so this is imperative that your dog also can speak back in a way that you understand.
3: That's right. Hi, it's Carolyn, and I'm calling from St. Mary's, PA. I'm going to tell my dogs to wipe their feet.
2: (laughs) 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 That would save so much time, wouldn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> Sylvia Mayer and Beaver Dams. I would love it if I could tell my dogs to please pick up their toys when they're done playing with them.
2: Oh, yeah. You asked a really hard thing from us this week because uh, we just lost our 10-year-old Labrador Retriever mm. buddy. Oh,
1: man. Mm-hmm. After
2: 10 years. Wow. Yep, big time. And I have been thinking exactly about what you asked. Mm-hmm. What would I say to him? in five seconds. Uh-huh. And I don't know if five seconds is long enough, sure. but what I would say to Buddy, if he could understand, would be thank you for being such a great dog, making us better people, understanding how to play and to, and to enjoy life.
1: Hmm. Hard to fill hmm. that dog-sized yeah. hole in your heart. God is so good to give us those gifts of dogs. Therese, you're you're right on target with that. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. As
3: refreshing as that first sip of coffee in the morning, This is Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life.